This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Kobo introduces the lackluster Nia to replace its budget Aura e-reader by Brian Heater. The e-reader category was exciting once, or at least as exciting as one could hope from such a space. It was a vibrant category with plenty of key players, each looking to outdo one another. But as is the case with a depressing number of verticals, Amazon has largely wiped the floor with the competition. Through all of this, however, Kobo has managed to remain a constant, thanks in no small part to its acquisition by Japanese retail giant Rakuten back in 2012. The company manages to maintain solid market share in a number of countries, including Canada, France, Japan, Australia, and New Zealand. It's managed to maintain this presence in part due to solid innovations on the tech side that have helped keep Amazon on its toes. The NIA, however, is not that. It's honestly a fairly uninspired edition, primarily designed to take the place of the standard Aura, which has been made unavailable for sale on Kobo's site for some time now. The biggest update here is a bit of a redesign to the hardware that's fine. The big blue power button from the back of the Aura has been swapped out for a small and subtler black model on the bottom of the device. The screen is the industry standard 6-inch Carta from Inc., it's still 212 ppi, though the overall resolution has apparently been downgraded ever so slightly from 1024 by 768 to 1024 by 758. That's a bit of a weird one. It's a little bit lighter, a touch less wider and skinnier, and a bit longer. All fairly minor there. There's a nice little bump in the storage from 4 to 8 gigs, the latter listed as being able to hold up to 6,000 books. The front-lit comfort line is still on board, nothing quite like the adjustable color temperature that Amazon introduced on its high-end Kindle relatively recently. There are a number of different sleep covers, always recommended for those who like to toss their readers in their backpacks, as e-ink screens scratch pretty easily. Uh, most importantly, the price is the same as the Aura at 100 bucks. That's $10 more than the standard Kindle with special offers and $10 cheaper than the version without. The new reader's not really much of an upgrade at all over its predecessor, but Kobo remains a solid Kindle alternative, especially due to the platform's openness for non-proprietary file formats, including the popular EPUB. Pre-orders start today. It starts shipping July 21st. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem. 
and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners. Whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.